What things soever you desire when you pray. Now listen to the language. When you pray, what do you do? Believe. When you pray, you believe that you receive. Believe that you receive them. Other translations say believe that you have received them. Many translations that you would look at. Believe that you have received them. Or believe, other, others say, you have it already. Believe that you have it already. Or one says, believe you got it. And you'll have it. Or we could make it as simple as, uh, as possible. Believe you got it and you'll get it. All right, so... Uh, it seems like a contradiction to the natural mind, but it's the way faith works. Believe that you have received it. Believe that you've got it, and you will get it. Believe that you got it, and you'll have it manifest in your life. So we said the end of Mark eleven twenty four. What is the end of that verse? What is uh, the goal, if you will? Having it, right? He said, believe that you have received it and you shall have it or you'll get it. So having it is the end goal. That is the end of your faith. Uh, the manifestation of your prayer or the manifestation of the promise of God. Uh, God has promised it and you have prayed for it based on that promise and you believe you have received it and uh, the end of your faith is that you actually have the manifestation uh, at your house or in your life. Amen? And so that's where we're going. That's where we're headed when we pray. We expect uh, the, the end of our faith uh, to occur. And so what do you do in between? Because uh, sometimes people have strong desire when they pray, but not strong enough to stay steady. Or they have strong enough faith to pray, uh, but their faith uh, is waned uh, during this interim time between believing that you have received and actually the manifestation at your house showing up or in your life showing up, whether it's healing for your body uh, salvation of a family member, restoration of, uh, of uh, your life, whatever it may be in your life. Uh, when you pray, you believe that you have received it. But there are temptations, there are tests in that interim time that will try to tell you it's not going to happen or it's not going to show up. All the promises of God in Him are yes and amen. So when you're believing for healing, you're believing that you're healed or you believe that you receive healing based on something that's already been done. Jesus has already suffered for you. Jesus has already borne the curse for you. Jesus has already been made sick for you. Surely He has borne your sicknesses and carried your pain. So it's already done in redemption. Jesus has already provided it. It's already made yours. It belongs to you. And with his stripes, you are healed. Isaiah 53 and verse 5, 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes you were healed. Looking back at redemption, uh, Peter uh, was saying, by his stripes, you were healed. So uh, if we were, then we are. Amen. So believing to receive something Jesus has already got. 
So a lot of times we're trying to get something Jesus already got for us. In other words, we're, we're struggling toward a possible victory when really we need to celebrate the victory that has already been won. All right, so we already know that Jesus has won the victory for us. Jesus has already healed us by his stripes because he's already borne them. And I understand there's natural emotion. Believe me, I understand that. Uh, I understand very well at this moment uh, what it's like to go through all of that. But I do know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep what I've committed unto him against that day. And my wife is committed to Jesus, has been committed to Jesus, has done the will of God, and will continue to do the will of God and finish her course. Praise God. So when you're in that pressure point and when you're in that time of adversity and when the devil tries to hit your minds, and sometimes it's just subtle thoughts. Like uh, subtle thoughts of what might not happen or what might be. Hallelujah. And I, I just have to declare what is. Hallelujah. What has been done, what is, and what shall be. Praise God. We know in whom we have believed. So you hold fast to your confession in the middle of your test. And you have to keep your faith focused. I said you have to keep your faith focused on the promise. Hallelujah. Rather than the problem, surely there is a problem. And faith is not a denial that there is a mountain. It is a facing the fact there is a mountain, but speaking to the mountain and commanding the mountain to move. It is faith believes a mountain shall be removed and cast into the sea. Amen. Faith believes that it has received already what Jesus has done for him or her. And so we believe that we have received what Jesus has done for us, and we do not deny that there is a problem. I just gave you a report of the progress naturally that we have made. And so some people, they just stick their head in the sand, act like there's no problem. Well, that doesn't change the world. It doesn't change your situation, your circumstance. We're not sticking our head in the sand. We're facing the challenge. We're facing each challenge. And we're facing it with God's, uh, God's power and with faith in God and God's promise. And God will fulfill his promise. Amen. And so he makes his word good in our life. So what do you do? You keep your faith focused. Hallelujah. Keep your faith focused on the promise and see the end game. See yourself going across the finish line. See yourself with the manifestations. And so in your life, you have to see beyond what you see. We pray that this message encouraged you as you continue to discover who you are in Christ. If you want to learn more about this ministry and how you can become a partner with Purpose, visit davidsharonministries.com.